Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Planning to host this summer? Same-day delivery is a party saver. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target, so sign up today. Take care of your guest. Target takes care of the rest. Summer hosting is so much easier when you have unlimited same-day delivery from Target. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive Receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody, Scott Patterson. I am all in podcast, iHeartRadio 111 production, season six, episode three, The Ungraduate. I am joined by my illustrious colleague <laughs> just out of her multiple meetings in a very short period of time, Amy Sugarman. She's eating lunch. She's eating I, dinner at the I same time. I was not eating lunch. I was eating a peanut butter filled pretzel. Have you nice. ever had them? Uh, of like, course. Of I have course. one left. I have one left to get me through the podcast. Uh, can you say I just? Can you save that for me? Thank you. <laughs> can you what if I mailed it to you? <laughs> I'm three thousand miles away. I want that can pretzel. I, no. Can I just I'm give not. you a little, a little uh, <laughs> shit for a second? So the yeah. other night, you guys. Other, <laughs> so it was five thirty. Wait, five thirty our time. Yeah. Um, we're talking about a live show we're going to do with Scott. So you guys will hear about it soon and you'll be able to come. But so I'm texting with maybe Hannah. I can't remember our producer texting with somebody. And so I call Scott. I called you and you didn't answer. And then you text me back and you're all, it's 1130. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, we PM. Go. PM. and I 
Right. 11.30 p.m. Like you were like falling asleep, right? You're like, I can't talk. It's 11.30. (laughs) So whoever I was on the phone with, we're like, 30, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30. It was, it was our producer, Hannah. And we're like, 9.30, right? Like he's, what? I'm four hours ahead. We give you so much grief. We texted back and we're like, dude, it's 9.30 and you're asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but how many times do I text you at 9 a.m. my time and it's 5 a.m. your time? And I don't hear from you like, hey, hey, I need a response. And it's like, these people just got in from partying. What am I I texting them for? People laugh because I have to set an alarm for 10.30 in the morning. Like, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I won't wake up. (laughs) Normally when you're like, I'm here with the team, but everybody is coming in. Suzanne's yeah. coming and Tara yeah. had a meeting. So the mm-hmm. team is just me and Scott. We're the team. So we're bringing it to you. There's no two to, in team. We're, 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 <laughs> we're going to have to pick up the slack. I don't know if we're capable. You'll be the judge. You'll let us know. You're not shy. You always let us know. We love that. <laughs> just keep it coming. See, you guys, I wish you guys could see the behind the scenes. Because the other thing is, it's Scott the only just- podcast you're required to wear a cod piece. Thank you. <laughs> totally. Scott <laughs> just finished watching the episode. Yeah. So right before we go on, we kind of like remind so, ourselves, like, okay, here's what we're doing. I can't remember it. I, I have Scott's no like, idea what happened. I might need my notes. I go, <laughs> 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 Twenty-six seconds ago. <laughs> so I think I'll be okay. I- no, I, I actually watched it and then I took a, a, a shower. Oh, you! I did too. I took a shower. I took, in between. A sho- I took the hottest shower I could stand because I needed it. Because I because <laughs> I because I did the I did the pop culture sweaty from the gym. So I needed a shower because <laughs> we broke it up today. You know, we broke yeah. it up in a second. Anyway, so, so now they're uh, getting the threat. We're getting everyone's getting. We just watched it and we're fresh and clean. It's like, mm-hmm. what more could they yeah, want? Right. What clean memory, they- clean bodies. You know, I won't mention the souls. No. By the way, how's it to be a big TV star again? Your show premiere. Well, Sullivan's I must crossing. say uh, it's uh, I've been getting a lot of texts and emails and really. Yeah, oh, it's just really it's really fun and great. And people are great. And a lot of people that I haven't heard from in a long time. So here's the synopsis. Ready? I'm going to synopsize. So ready. Uh, uh, The ungraduate air date, September 27, 2005. The construction crew working on Lorelei's house drives Luke crazy. Paris is having (laughs) weekly lunches at the end with Lorelei, which is affecting the morale uh, of the in staff. Rory starts working for Emily at the Daughters of the American Revolution. Uh, and Logan returns from his European trip, his summer hiatus, and Lane's band heads home after a successful tour directed by Michael Zinberg, written by David Rosenthal. And you know, I, Amy, uh, b- before we get into this, I just want to say, Thank you to everybody, all the great Gilmore fans who migrated over to watch oh, the premiere true. of Sullivan's Crossing last night uh, on the CW. Uh, Eight o'clock Wednesday nights, cozy Wednesdays. We've got blankets. We've oh, got all so kinds cute. of things. So, um, and they can stream it too on the uh, CW app if they didn't, if they missed it. So, but it was just so great to hear from everybody, and I got so many DMs and emails and phone calls and texts and 
uh, just really thrilled to be back with the CW and uh, helping uh, be a small part of the relaunch and the rebranding. A big it's, part. It's so great. And well, Tristan and Luke are reunited. Oh, what a great team. CW's just got a, a great team of people in their marketing and PR they and executive suite. It's it, it's just fantastic. And they're you know, really, you deal, they're really you deal nice with them all the time. Yeah. They're super pros. And, the people uh, I'm dealing with on Sullivan's Crossing, I uh, knew from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And so congrats pe- to you. It's so great. Thank you. Thank you. And, and also make sure to check out. Uh, um, I'm going to be at uh, Galaxy Con in Columbus, Ohio, December 2nd and 3rd. I'm also going to be in Detroit, a little outside of Detroit, uh, at the uh, Motor City Comic Con, which is oh, cool. November 10, 11, 12. I'll be there. So check oh, that cool. out. Anyway, so I was so particularly interested in this episode because David Rosenthal has yeah. taken a lot of heat because he's the one that in- inherited the show season seven. Interesting. So okay. He's, he's been getting lambasted uh, or, or, you know, taking the blame because the tone was off and this was off. And a lot of fans, you know, thought that season, season seven wasn't as strong uh, as the, as the previous season. So I was particularly curious uh, to see this episode because he wrote it. And yeah. I got to tell you something, Amy. I thought it was one of the top five episodes. Yeah. It was fantastic on every level. The dialogue I agree. was seamless and great. And I was rolling all over the carpet as Same. I was doing some ab work. Oh, okay? how fabulous. And fabulous. Just, I had to stop on several times just to ro- start roaring laughing. I feel the same. I thought I have one scene that I'll criticize. There's one scene that I just thought Rory was off mm-hmm. and I can explain maybe why I also was like taken out of it in that scene. Otherwise I thought every single part of this episode was awesome. Yeah. The, the, the monologues were, and I think it's one of the first, and I, I know the fans think Luke has some funny lines here and there and he's funny and all that and the rants and all that. I've never been sort of Lorelai Gilmore funny before. Yeah. But I had, I think I did a couple of times pop a few lines in here that actually made me laugh out loud. Like that's that was really great. Um, you know, it's it's funny you say that because I thought this particular episode was funnier. Mm-hmm. They're all funny, right? Right. And obviously, when the Paladinos read, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. This one is up there. There are no, a lot of lines in this oh, yeah. episode that are hilarious. This was fantastic. I totally I mean, agree. So, David Rosenthal, if you're listening to this, kudos to you. Uh, you didn't deserve to take that level of criticism. Um, but the one thing our fans are, uh, they are honest. And that's why yeah. we love them. And, um, but I tell you, let's, you know, uh, let's keep it real here. This guy hit it out of the park with this episode. This is one of the great Gilmore episodes. Right from the very one of the start. Great ones, right off, out of the gate. Right. Paul Anka is a great addition to funny stuff mm-hmm. because right in that first scene, the dogs in the chair, first of all, you have right. to bring the muffins over. It's all, right. all the boys are in right. the kitchen. Everyone's getting their breakfast. The whole thing's got a lot of movement, a lot of right from the start. Then <laughs> you're like, is that a dog in the chair? That's Paul Anka's chair. And I was laughing right from then. And even the, even the Hepalian stuff was hysterical. Oh my God. And I never found that particularly funny. I, you know, I thought it was cute. I thought it was charming, 
But as I far agree. as, you know, making me laugh out loud, I mean, Gil's line to the pastor. It's Sebastian Bach. He is so But good. I mean, but the dialogue was hysterical. So, you know, if Jesus came back, he'd be hooking up with you first, dude. You're because you're awesome. I mean, what? I just roared. <laughs> Sebastian Bach is so awesome. When oh, he's driving fun. that van. Uh-huh. I was literally right. like, first of all, it looked like he was coming out of the window. I was right. like, these people are not properly buckled. Like they are not <laughs> buckled. In more and ways than one, folks. Those <laughs> those old Volkswagens were like that, where the window yeah. was right. right. Like the driver's yeah. like at the it was window. It's very close to the steering wheel and it's kind of straight and up. He's no just back. awesome. It was great. It what was a great so episode. Good. I'm right. actually gonna watch it again after we get off here because I, I just I missed a lot of stuff so and i even I, it was bit, also fast right even the bit about tj right oh as over the top as it oh, is i actually believe it like that's what's so funny that lorelei and luke are so sweet that mm-hmm. they actually probably would pay that's a lot of money too i will say mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. paying a lot of money to tj to make him think he's the contractor and right. it fully tracks like that right. was hysterical and him mm-hmm. going around and telling everybody what to do and paying Tom extra to not <laughs> reveal that he's actually the con. I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Hey, but the, the, the mystic hammer bit was classic. Oh, there's a funny line that Luke has right from the top <laughs> about, but you're related to him or just because Liz married him. Like, it's like so good. You, and then I the whole you. incident with the shower Okay, so Lorelai right. gets right. caught by all the guys in the shower. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Joe, Pete, Slim. Billy had a really straight shot. Teddy, too. And then when the guy gives you the the nod, mm-hmm. the other con- like construction guy gives you the nod like, yeah, way to go. And then she has the line, no one sees the goods but you. I wonder if they made a reference to that Dustin Hoffman movie that he made early in his career. And the English countryside where he and his wife, his beautiful wife, he's a college professor or something, his beautiful wife played by, I think, Britt Eklund. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Um, and so they were having some work done on the house or outside the house. And it was a very, very dark uh, drama about these uh, uh, handyman who who broke into the house. and No. Yeah. And Whoa. I've never did, heard of this. Did, did horrible things to the wife. And, oh, gosh. Yeah. And all this. So I'm, one, I'm glad glad you brought I brought that up. Uh, aren't you, everybody? <laughs> Just to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> We're like, it's the funniest episode ever. Let's talk because about it, the darkest I, the movie the, of all the, reason, the reason I thought about it was because, you know, the, the juxtaposition. Right, right, right. Luke okay. and how he's treating the yes. workers and they're in his house now and she's putting on a show and they've seen her naked and the whole thing. And it's just such a safe world, right? Where it's the opposite of, of the Dustin Hoffman. And there's amazing face acting in this whole episode too. Why do there's... you call it face acting? Can you? Because I really separate? want people to understand. Is there a, different, is there a different category between me, regular yes. acting or and face acting? Because it's, it's no, all acting. So correct. I understand acting, where you're coming you, from. We, we, but we get acting from body language. We get it from vibe. We get it from tone. A uh, layman all, like myself okay. considers acting talking. No, that's and not face acting. acting is no, no. talking. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. I know, but just <laughs> go with it. Face acting. Because you've got some great face acting. There's the whole, there's good face acting here with the 
that the boys saw her naked. And then Uh there's Uh some really good face acting, which we'll get to later in that sort of monologue that Lorelai has about picking up the dog, trying to convince you to take the Mm -hmm. dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Paul Anka stuff in this is amazing. You know how you do good face acting? You act? No, you listen. Yeah, you've taught us that before. Good acting is good listening. You gotta, you have to listen to your partner, your scene partner. You gotta just listen to them, listen to what they say. I guarantee. And then the that rest takes care of itself. You don't have to every, do anything. You just listen. You act every, with your ears. Everybody listening to this podcast. So it's right ear now. acting. It's not face ear acting. acting. <laughs> it's side of the head acting. Everybody listening <laughs> to this podcast right now is like, no wonder Amy's such a terrible actor because I'm so bad at listening. <laughs> Not. Yeah, they they definitely don't like when I interrupt, but I don't mean to interrupt. I get excited in the conversation. So I I love the ping ponging. What did I tell you from day one? What did I tell you I wanted from this podcast? Have fun. Yeah. And play jazz. Play jazz. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be exactly. a little bit behind the music. Be a little bit ahead of the music. You know, never be. All I love that harmony. you. I love that descriptor for Gotta it. Gotta play jazz, I, man. Yeah, that's such a great the, way to I, say that's, it. That's that's how I, I love that. I love it. I love that. I love that. So it's like we're the Miles Davis of. Uh, I think we have such a podcast. good time talking about these episodes. So oh, I God. will have one. I have a couple criticisms of this episode. Mm-hmm. One being, come on, Emily. You know the difference between a blueberry and a raspberry. They don't even look alike. Mm-hmm. So that was. A little. Okay. Okay. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. 
It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. So we go to the scene where they're having breakfast. And look, I think Rory should go back to Yale. It's ridiculously insane that she's not at Yale. And we can talk about that later. But I still like their scenes. I love the, the pool house is the most amazing living space for Rory. It's freaking beautiful. I want to eat breakfast with Emily every day. That mm-hmm. being said, she should go back to Yale. But I love that she's talking with Emily about Constance and the DAR and Rory's on the inside. And it there is I, I, there are there's some fun to what they're doing. I just mm-hmm. wish it was summer and this was summer only and that she mm-hmm. went back to Yale. But yeah. I'll still enjoy the whole thing. So the the nursing home. Oh, how great is that scene? Yeah. Yeah. It's precious. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally precious. But anyway, we'll talk more about that. So another sort of through line in this episode is Paris and Paris and Lorelai's lunches and how she's terrorizing everyone at the dragonfly. <laughs> so what did you what do you kind of think about? that Um, and michelle being so i just it was some of michelle's best stuff that i have seen (laughs) uh what what he did the he did he did the sound effects what did he do he did some sound oh the witch of the the wizard of oz music i can't do i don't have the tune in my head (laughs) (laughs) and it's so do i feel some ice cold wind coming down the path i mean this guy the dialogue was so great. It was so funny. He comes in and he goes, is she gone? Is she, is she gone? <laughs> the whole thing wow. is so funny. And then there's also oh that moment. God. The thing I love about Gilmore Girls and this episode in particular, they don't oversell the joke, right? Like mm-hmm. when he's doing the Wizard of Oz, they don't mention it further. Just that right. thing. And mm-hmm. did you see the part where all the, the servers come running into the kitchen? like together? Yeah, I saw I was watching the episode. Yeah, I saw it. I thought... All of it was great. Great. Great detail. Great humor. Great stuff. David Rosenthal did a great job. And I every, understand every why Lorelai. Okay, so we're going a little out of order today, but forgive us. We're we're off the rails. But the part where, uh, sorry, Paris and Lorelai are having lunch. I think mm-hmm. it's the second lunch. And Paris talks about talking to Rory and that she's got this job. And immediately Lorelai is like, what? What job? Well, she was at her office. What office? Mm-hmm. And they have that sort mm-hmm. of back and forth. And then Paris kind of gets upset. Like, are you only having lunch with me to have 
get intel. And then, of course, Lorelai's like, no, 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 we can have lunch anytime. It's all pretty real. Like, I understand Lorelai, why she's having lunch with Paris. And I get why Paris wants that connection to Lorelai. And that Lorelai wants to know what's going on with Rory. And this is kind of a mess. And she finally says to Luke, I'm not picking a wedding date until things are sorted out. Like, there's the whole episode's hilarious with actual emotion and heaviness. Yeah, I, I, that bugged me a little bit. I thought that really? was the one, one flaw in the episode. Yeah. Because it was too out of nowhere. And very much out of nowhere. And boy, that hit him hard and he, he covered. You know? So you, so I have a theory on it. Hmm. My take on it is very similar. And I, I, this is interesting. I think the reason you didn't love it is the same reason I love the proposal. Cause I think what's happening is she's staring at you. As you say, this is what happened to the dog. The dog ate the chocolate. I had to carry the dog. The vet was closed. I went to his house. The dog barfed. I fed him water with a spoon. Like all the things that you did. Mm-hmm. Very similar mm-hmm. to when you're talking about, we're going to solve this problem with Rory. We'll go to Yale. We'll drag her there. You know, And she's staring at you with so much love. It's when she realizes like, I love this guy so much. This yeah. guy puts his entire life aside for my kid, for my dog. So that's when she wants to say to you, as soon as things are good with Rory and I, we'll pick a wedding date because she's, she doesn't want you to wonder why she hasn't done it. Hasn't done what? Picked the wedding date. So you guys, because remember it's acknowledged earlier in the episode. You saw that as a a considerate act? I did. I think she's saying, Hey, I'm not picking the wedding date for anything that has to do with you and me. It's because I want to be good with Rory for our wedding. And I actually think Luke's like, I got it. Thank you. know, almost thank you for talking about this. So I know why we haven't talked about it and I don't have to bring up the elephant in the room. And then he gets it. This is so big and special to her. She wants her kid there. She wants to be good with her kid. So I see why it irritated you. Because the same reason the proposal irritates you, because you're seeing it from a different perspective. For me, I'm seeing Lorelai looking at you, going, this guy just carried my dog like it was a baby all over and held it while it vomited all over him. This guy is everything. Same thing as the will you marry me, in my opinion. Same scene, different day. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Anyway, hey, Suzanne, how you doing? Hello. Sorry. Internet catastrophe over here. uh, It's never happened to us. It's just, (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Suzanne, have my back. Did you hear what Uh I was saying? I heard the end of it. So fill me in on the first part. Just uh, that uh, Lorelai has an excuse to delay setting a wedding date. Um, What'd you think of that? What do you think? Yeah, about? yeah, you tell me. You know, because I want to be right with Rory and all that, and you know, there's, you know, you can make an argument for that, sure. But how would you feel about it? I I can see kind of both sides of it because I can see why she would want everything to be right with Rory before actually getting married. I don't know that that is enough to postpone setting the date. Like you could right. set mm-hmm. a date a year mm-hmm. in the future, right? and make sure everything kind of works itself out before then. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I I definitely agree with her that she should have that because I couldn't imagine her having a a wedding to Luke 
while she's not speaking to Rory. Like you can't not have Rory at your, well, okay. I don't want to have any spoilers, but um, (laughs) I'm not going to continue that thought, but, um, but she, she wouldn't in a million years have a wedding to Luke without Rory being there. So I can see that side of it, but I don't know that it would be enough to delay setting the date, but I think maybe what I'm reading between the lines here, Scott, is you're thinking that she's trying to postpone, like she's trying to delay being together with Luke, and this is a convenient reason to do that. I don't know if I would go that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I get why Scott sees it, because it's very similar to the proposal and why that wasn't your dream proposal it lands on you a little badly where I see her love for him because of the dog. And so she is saying, Hey, this is why I haven't done it. It has nothing to do with her not being thrilled about this engagement. Mm -hmm. It's my take. Yeah. I can see that too. Right. Like she's saying, this is why I'm delaying. Yeah. You know, you know what I think this comes down to? It comes down to perception of reality. And it, mm-hmm. it, and, and in that, I, I, I ask you, honestly, and everybody out there, do you think a show is stronger when we know there's two clear leads in this show? Rory and Lorelai. That's who's POV we're taking this journey with and that's a really we are not going to take the luke pov on this journey ever it will always Mm. be as you know a side hustle right Mm -hmm. he's never gonna he's never gonna drive his own narrative he's never ever no other character in that show is going to get the pov point of view yeah, no, that's a really fascinating question. But in this instance, I think it was a a time when maybe a Luke POV would have actually made the show better. I'm not saying that for every episode or even the majority of the episodes. I'm saying in this instance, maybe the narrative could have shifted and the POV could mm-hmm. have shifted a little bit toward Luke where... You know, we get to see it from a fresh perspective. A and I really just thought it was I thought it was a missed opportunity. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I want to be the master of the show and it's gotta be all about me, but I think the character earned it. Earned a POV on yeah. this one and they never gave it to him. So it's, that's all I'm saying. No, it's a it's a really interesting thought because when you said that, I realize I only watch this show from Lorelai's perspective. Yeah. I don't even watch it from Rory's. I'm always Lorelai's perspective and because I like her so much and I want to be her essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that. Cause even when I watch Rory's stuff, I'm watching it to me sort of more Lorelai. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, that's my take was like, even with it being Gilmore Girls, it's always to me Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a different show if we saw it from Luke's yeah. perspective. 
What do you think, Suzanne? Is that did I I propose something preposterous and off base? (laughs) No, not at all. Throw the the universe into a spiral of hell. (laughs) No, I. I I think you're right, and I think we did get a little bit of that in the last episode um, with the whole conversation on the roof and how he's telling her. Like, hey, I know this is a thing between you and Rory, but I'm caught in the middle because he mm. loves both of them and he wants both of them to be happy and both of them to have their needs met. And nobody was thinking about how Luke was in the middle of this. So I think we did get a little bit of that in the last episode. Um, but I think maybe you're right about the wedding piece of it. You know, we could have uh, gotten a little more of his viewpoint about the the prospect of of marriage and when that was going to happen and and that piece of it so i I can see that point of view Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i also agree with amy i tend to watch it from lorelei's point of view also just because i was already the first time i watched my show the show i was already in my 40s so i wasn't like in that 16 year old you know high school slash college student mode so yeah i was i was i think i was 30 almost 30 Mm -hmm. so i always related to her much more, which is why my crush on Logan is kind of fascinating. But I think it's because Zuckri's my age. Mm-hmm. He played mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I have such a comment about Zuckri in this. Episode. Well, look, not to belabor the point. Let's let's get to it. You know, we don't want to stay on. No, it's really yet. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd introduce it a little bit. But, you know, anyway, yeah. let's, let's move on and uh, continue with the episode. So we OK, let's talk about Rory at the D.A.R. a little bit. <laughs> I think. I like it, but I don't like it. And especially at the end there, I'm like, oh, this is just sad. She's, they're all at Yale and she's at the DAR. I like it that she had the office. I love that she's now, you know, taken control of the community service too. She's like the big leader of the community service, which leads me back to why are we even here? Because she she is a leader. She is successful. Why does she care what Mitchum said? It doesn't make sense. Like, but whatever. The one thing I didn't like, I thought the constant stuff was a little bit mean. The what like, stuff? The what the stuff? whole spying thing. The, the spying what? on Constance, the woman at the DAR that Emily doesn't like, and her pill, like the Altoids box that was filled why with was pills. It, why do you think it was mean? It was a little too gossipy and mean for me. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we judging this poor Constance woman? I get it. Maybe she's terrible, but like, I don't want to judge her Altoids box with pills in it. It just felt a little, I got the gist and that it was funny and gossipy ah, and Rory's on, on the inside. I, I think this is where somebody steps in and says, hey, come on. It's just fun. TV it's show? just a TV show. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little. It was a jokey, it was a jokey joke thing. That was that, I don't know, played out for me. It, it, it's, it matched the spirit of the yes. writing in the show, this particular show, because it was easy breezy. You know, that's what I loved about what David Rosenthal did. He he really interwove the drama with the humor in a mm-hmm. quite a seamless way. Yeah, I agree. And it really made the humor pop even more because it didn't, you know, you didn't have to stand in the drama line because now you're getting drama and you didn't have to stand in the humor line because now you're getting humor. Right, well, right, right. kind of interwoven. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, he married the two together uh, in a way that y- you rarely see. So that's that's. It's impressive feat. For, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I want to hear what Suzanne's perspective is. For me, Rory's getting a little too sucked into Emily's world, 
even the negative of it. So it was yeah. just, I think she's getting just hooked into this sort of ladies who lunch with money thing. She's a little too comfortable with it for me. I mean, she really is Emily's do-over. And we've seen over the past couple seasons that Rory fits into that Emily lifestyle pretty readily. Like, mm -hmm. she kind of fights it a little bit at first, but she she pretty much enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. um, and we really see in this episode that uh, she is kind of underneath she's still that same Rory that was you know a go-getter and she's taking charge of all the people that are picking up trash mm -hmm. and she's she, you know she's gone from fighting with the people to you know directing them where to pick up trash and what supplies they need and all that that was a great hilarious was great. um <laughs> and one thing about that trash scene I noticed that um the when the one girl says that they're going to go for pizza, the girls are going to go for pizza, and the guy walks up and says, "I want to go," and she says, "Are you a girl?" That I couldn't remember why that guy looked so familiar to me, and so I looked it up. And he who was is actually, it? He was in a previous episode. He was a Chilton student. No way. So now in my brain, I'm thinking, okay, that's another Chilton student that committed a felony, and now he's doing community service. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> i think it's supposed to be a different character but it just right. made me laugh because i'm like that is funny together in my head good catch wow yeah really good catch look at that yeah my god that guy looks so familiar i'm gonna get another call from the lawyer again ah <laughs> uh, summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Speaking of little tidbits, I have a tidbit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the scene where Paris calls Rory at work. So first, Rory's <laughs> on the phone. Do you know what I'm going to say, Suzanne? Yes. <laughs> Rory's on the phone with like a customer. I don't know what you'd call him, a DAR potential lady. And she's mm-hmm. talking to the lady and she puts her on hold. Okay. Which then she goes, never went back to her. <laughs> she didn't even push the hold button. She just hung the phone up. I know. I was like, is that intentional that she's supposed to be hanging? Let me put you on hold. Flick. Maybe that's the joke. Maybe that's the thing that it's supposed to be like, let me put you on hold. But then she hangs up on her because this lady clearly is not a daughter of the revolution. Right. But I was like, either that or she's so bad at her job. She forgot to go back and get her. But I think now, I think you're right, Suzanne. It's that she didn't put her on hold. She just said she was and hung up on her. Oh, I, yeah. That's actually not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what was it? I, I thought I thought you were going to talk about Rory Gilmore sex boat. Oh, my God. That was funny, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did anybody else Google that? Because I did. And there's Wait, actually no. Tell us. What is <laughs> no. it? That somebody apparently bought that domain. And if you go to RoryGilmoreSexBoat.com, no. there's a little like 30 second video. It's pretty hilarious. Stop. Huh. That's amazing. I love people uh, that are like brilliant like that. I no, I love that the school kind of didn't cost knows that it. much to, for that domain. <laughs> well, they took their shot, right? Probably yeah. not a lot of competition for it. What's right. that I, website I where that. you can buy the domains? I forget. Go Daddy. Go Daddy. Go Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh gosh. You're just literally yeah. renting something from GoDaddy that's free. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. So, okay, I have to talk about it. Let's talk about the scene with Rory and Logan. So, first of all, darling, darling, when Logan comes into the nursing home. Mm-hmm. The dancing is darling. The the funny lines, the like the whole that whole scene is adorable. And makes me like wish, like I said, that it was just a summer and this was her summer jobs because I love seeing her in that element. It's just when I go, oh my gosh, she's doing community service because she stole a yacht. I thought it was kind of unprofessional though. Like her, she's like kind of at work and then her boyfriend (laughs) comes in and he's like smooching all over her. I don't know. I I wasn't a fan of that. I thought of that, but I also thought it was so cute because I'm like, here he is and with all these grannies and it's so cute. And the grannies and the grampies are all having such a good time with the dancing and they don't want their, you know, orange juice break. It was really cute. (laughs) Fast forward to the scene of Rory and Logan. Obviously, they've just done it. Or you could could use the term post-coital. I did. (laughs) 
They've just done it. I would say it. They did it. Now they're on the couch. Literally, I don't even know what they're talking about because all I saw was Matt Zucri's armpit. <laughs> I I can honestly say I was not paying attention to the armpits in that scene. <laughs> no, what Amy is referring to, Suzanne, is the is the the curvature of his muscular shoulders and his chest. <laughs> truth, truth, chest meat, truth. Yes. But also, just this was his arm the whole scene, and I'm just like, bro, all I I can't even <laughs> see your face, like. Anyway, that's the only scene that I thought Rory was a bit. How do I say this? That almost like Alexis was reading the script instead mm. of being Rory. Cause she's like, I didn't want to go blue. Like I just was like, mm. yeah. When we were talking a couple episodes ago about her voice, mm-hmm. this scene completely highlighted that for me. Like I, I was not a fan of this scene at all. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I think Alexis is great, but this was not her best work. And I agree. this was not Rory's best work either. She sounded Agreed. kind of spoiled and entitled. And she's, when she said, what did she say? She's like, I've got my work. I've got my new pad. I'm like, what oh, it was are you talking about? You're I, in grandma's pool house. That's <laughs> not your new pad. <laughs> Give me a break. Dude. <laughs> agree. That scene. I was like, you sound like a nincompoop like you are at Yale and you're saying to your boyfriend like I don't mind if you talk about Yale I've got my work like what planet is she on yeah I agree I kind of think that's the point though isn't that the point to to, that she's that she's she's a bit delusional she's not really seeing you know she's kidding herself yeah kidding herself she doesn't realize how far uh she's fallen um, yeah, I think that was not, the point. Not I that it's, a, it's her fault. I mean, you know, Mitchum Huntsberger really, you know, laid the gloves on her, knocked her out, and this is the result. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, Scott, because mm-hmm. we that scene was so. Um, I empathize with her. Off. And if, 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 if it was supposed to make us feel sorry for her, root for her, maybe it didn't achieve that for y'all. Uh, but I understood <laughs> what they, they were going for. So I forgave it. Yeah. For me, I think you're, I think you're right, Scott. I think I didn't realize it when I was watching it. Cause I wrote down insane, insane. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote not my favorite scene. And I think maybe that was intentional. We're supposed to think what is wrong with her? You sound like an mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah. I, oh. I think it was just to show that she really is in denial. She's trying to yeah. convince herself. As much as yeah. she's trying to convince Logan that hey, I moved on, everything's good, and I think, I think that I agree that was the point of that scene. And she did um, say a couple of times that she was not going back to Yale, and it sounded like forever. I'm never going it, totally, back to Yale. Yeah. I, which also was insane. Which like, is yeah, yeah. Yale was a good time, a good time in my life, but I'm not going back. And it's like, what are you? talking about like yeah you're at yale woman like who go and take take a different career path like what are you mm-hmm. it's, it's so infuriating her entire life she was preparing to enter the ivy league her entire yes. life that was the entire focus of this show that was uh, lorelei's modus operandi yep uh, from the time that rory was born and here she is you know what was she top of her class uh, yeah. at Chilton 
and then she gets admitted to uh, she did get admitted to harvard didn't she mm-hmm. yeah she got admitted to harvard and yale do you know what kind of grades you have to have to get admitted to to, to all of the ivy league like they all want mm-hmm. you um so we're talking about somebody who is ad- very very advanced academically and can compete on that level and beyond Mm-hmm. And she just, I know it's, it's, it's tragic that she just throws it yeah. all away. I know yeah. it bothers me too. It's so it really irritating. And so, so do we think that's good for the show? Here's, ah, here's the debate. Here's the debate. So we want her back at Yale. Cause we want to get the show back on track. Cause we don't recognize the show anymore. Yeah. Is this an element of that? Of that voice in your head that says, Hey, this is Gilmore girls. I love Gilmore girls. I love anything this, they do, but Man, this this Fakakta storyline. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like get her back to Yale. Like, totally. like the, the fans instinctively knowing something's really off here. Yeah. In terms of the storytelling. I, uh, I think that's definitely a theme that is present throughout the fan base. I think a lot of people have trouble interesting with mm-hmm. season six and seven. And Tara even said when we started season six, she's like, This is at the point where I stopped my rewatch oh boy and mm-hmm. start over like i think a lot of people do that because there's the tone definitely changes oh boy at this point in in the the run of the show so it interesting it, it does definitely kind of lose its luster for a lot of people and i don't know um obviously i don't have any insight into what amy and dan were thinking in terms of you know their their trajectory with the show um, because I know there were contract negotiations and conversations happening, you know, behind the scenes that we don't know about. Um, so I don't know how much of it was intentional, but there definitely is a change in the oh, way that so, feel about the show. So what you're saying is at this point in Dan and Amy's career, uh, they were they were going for the two year deal, which is standard on a hit mm-hmm. show, because that's what Aaron Sorkin got for West Wing. And that's what other successful writer showrunners get when their shows have to be renewed after six seasons. That's a really good thing for a network because so many of their shows tank. And so the successful shows pay for the, the failures and there's 25 Mm. failures Mm -hmm. for every Mm -hmm. one hit, you know, or something Mm -hmm. like that. So you're right, Susan. So you're saying Susan that, that you think that Amy and Dan potentially sort of lit a match to this show um storytelling wise and destroyed one of the characters or 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 maimed one of the main characters because they were like we'll show warner brothers they want to yeah. mess with us and not offer us a a, a proper deal a proper respect well this hmm. is what we'll do yeah i i think that's definitely true by the end of season six interesting um, i, I don't know at what that point before. that started though but i definitely think and and this is just my Suzanne French's opinion. Nobody has mm-hmm. to agree with it, but I think mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the end of season six, which obviously we're not at yet, I think that was intentional what they did because they knew they weren't coming back. Right. Um, and like they were either kind of checked out or intentionally through it. One of the two. Right. Or a combination. I don't know, right. but um, I don't know at what point in season six that started. Like, I don't know if we're already seeing that now or that's, that the only stuff started happening later. The only reason I don't know if we're seeing it yet is I do have when she goes to breakfast with Logan and Mm -hmm. she's on campus and she sees the girl giving the tour to the new Mm -hmm. students. My thing was like, 
oh, sweet. She's kind of longing for that. Trying She's to think jealous. about it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, they're intentionally doing this, knowing we're going to get her back to Yale eventually. They want us to not like her at home, meaning at the Gilmore's. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're still showing us, hey, we're just showing a trajectory of Rory that she's had this downward spiral, but she's starting to think like, oh, I'm a little jealous of that girl giving the tour. And then I think it's very clear when we're at the end, and Rory's got the weird short bangs at the DAR, I think we're left to say, what is she doing? And we know Mm. it now and she's starting to know it. Yeah, she knows this. I I agree with that. Ridiculous. So, so Suzanne, that's interesting, Amy. Suzanne, so you feel that that could be not to you know beat a dead horse here, but uh, uh, that could be intentional as a reaction to negotiations uh, that weren't bearing fruit for the Paladinos. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I wasn't there. I don't know. Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. them personally, but I I could see how that would have come through in their writing that maybe they start to steer the story in a certain direction. Um, right. Because mm-hmm. they know that, that they may not be coming back. So I don't you know, know. The, you know, the showrunner, the showrunner studio uh, relationship is very precarious mm-hmm. because, you know, the studio, since they're financing this, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, they're in the, they're in the, uh, in the red, uh, for five years before they sell this into syndication. Uh, and then they start making some money off of it, but man, they go, they're deficit spending for four or five years. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, you know, it's a hundred million, it's $150 million. They're in, you know, they're in debt over one show. So before they start getting any return, so it's a big risk. So they do give notes to showrunners. Like we want to mm-hmm. see these narratives. Mm-hmm. We want to see these storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. how about this? How about Rory does this? How about Logan does that? How about, you know, this or that? And the relationship between a studio and a showrunner can, can blow up very easily if these notes aren't incorporated mm. or yeah. if they're, re- if they're rejected in, in such a way as to offend the studio or, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, you know, again, we should try to get them on, you know, it's like, uh, our, Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, so I have but a couple notes and questions for you guys. Let's a lot talk about of unanswered he- questions for that, but interesting Beyond. topic. Interesting topic, yeah. So let's talk about Hep Alien for a second. Did, Zach, <laughs> did that beard come out of nowhere? I was like, does he have a beard all of a sudden, Zach? Well, I think they've did been on tour. They've been they on tour for a couple of months. They yeah, they can't afford toothpaste, so he <laughs> can't afford can't toothpaste, shaving cream, or razors. Yeah, and I love that yeah. she managed to squire away nine thousand. That's a lot. Squ- so they can away. Oh, what's Squire away? Just not a I don't thing. Know. Squire? That's the thing. Yeah, that's Squire. not. That has nothing to I do think, with saving money. I think you made it up. Squire <laughs> now. Squire. Away. Moving forward, when you talk about <laughs> squirreling away money, you say Squire. <laughs> so from here to four, it's Squire away money. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I, I like. I liked. I with you, Scott. Like the Hep Alien stuff was actually good. They oh, sort of sounded better than ever. It was great. The van scene is funny, the whole thing. So I was I was a big Hep Alien fan in this. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? 
What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Sophia Bush, host of the podcast Work in Progress. I am thrilled to tell you that Work in Progress is back for a third season. My friends, it has never been more important than right now for us to have all of these big conversations. Together, we are going to get educated, a little bit enlightened, and we will definitely be entertained. I started Work in Progress because I'm a curious person and I realized there are so many people I get to speak to that are fascinating and rare. (laughs) And so I thought, why not take these conversations out into the world? I'm going to be having deep chats with thought leaders, newsmakers, celebrities, entertainers, authors, elected officials, and more. You can join us and listen to Work in Progress on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Can we talk about the s'mores cake? The s'mores wedding cake. 
So I, first of all, I love that Suki says this is this wedding we're doing is going to be a trial run for yours. And everyone's like, but (laughs) the (laughs) wedding cake looked epic. (laughs) I I at first thought it was a sculpture from ancient China. (laughs) I, I had no idea what it was. And then when she said it, I still couldn't see it. And then I said, oh, okay, I accepted it because they were saying it. Um, but yeah, that was my yeah, that experience was with that scene. Thank you. And then can we talk about Matt Zucri's finger? Yes. Obviously, that was real. He Probably. obviously had I was a finger. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. it and was they, so They wrote weird. it into the show, right? Yeah, they wrote it in that he's got the finger injury. Because I don't think they would allow that level of character detail. No, to, it was like so I don't random. think that they would. Matt didn't go to them and say, "Listen, I really want to come back from Europe with." <laughs> but but no, but he no, but it was in the script, right? Because he got injured chasing the. Yeah, but down. I think they. Yes. I felt like they had to do it because he actually uh, hurt his finger. Yeah. Because I was like, otherwise, it's just so random. What a great excuse to have Matt back on the show, huh? Mm-hmm. Let's get him back on to answer these. Oh, we need to. You know, he's on American Horror Story. We need oh, to get. Really? When, yeah, once the strike ends, we need to get Matt back. He's he's he got cast in. Yeah, in a, it's airing. I tried to watch it, but it just was too. In a main scary. role, he's in a main role. Yeah, he's um, yeah, like oh, I think he's wow. like the top. I watched part of the first episode, and I think he's like the main guy. Are with, you um, good for him? Yeah, he. I know. Wow, that's great. Oh, we got to so, get him back on. Yeah, we I miss Maddie. Back. I miss Maddie. He's so great. So He's I will say it's dumb she lives in the pool house, but man, place looks good. <laughs> like, I'd like, crazy. I'd live there. <laughs> totally. It's huge. It has that huge living room, huge kitchen, and that's not even the bedroom. We've seen the bedroom ones too. Mm-hmm. That thing was huge too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a 2,000 square foot pool. Totally. It's bigger than mine. So, okay. So there's that. And then I do think it's important to acknowledge when TJ goes to Rory's door and what's in here and they Mm -hmm. all freak out and she's clearly so sad and they're a little caustic about it. Leave the room alone. But like, she's sad about all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She hasn't really moved on. She's putting up a brave face, but she hasn't moved on. Mm-mm. So here we have the second story uh, uh, point that maybe Suzanne, you can enlighten us that the fans are are bucking hard against this uh, um, this uh, this breakup between mother and daughter. Oh, like the fractured relationship. So did no. the fans hate that? Did the fans hate that? I think. I, I think most people don't like that they're apart. Like, cause we mm-hmm. all watch the show for the mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. and it's hard to see them fighting. Although that's a realistic part of mother. daughter. It is, it, it is mm-hmm. a realistic mm-hmm. part of it. Yes. Um, and so I, I think most people don't like to see them apart. Um, I actually, some, I, I've read comments that people like just skip this whole part altogether. I actually don't mind it. Um, I kind of like the conflict and mm-hmm. I, I like Rory 
I, I like her getting taken down a notch once or mm-hmm. twice. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's, that's good to see. So I actually, I like the beginning of season six. Um, it's going to take a turn pretty soon, but oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I think the beginning, the fr- I had forgotten how much I liked these episodes until like I started watching for this podcast, but I, I really enjoyed the beginning. Of but it does yeah. prove yeah. that even if they're not talking, they're interesting enough characters all throughout the show. That's going to carry the show. Mm-hmm. And even though you might be missing, feeling like you're missing something, you're getting a lot in return. Mm-hmm. replacement value with a development of the other characters. Cause I mm-hmm. thought the Hep alien stuff was the best. Yeah, of it. That's you true. Know. It was that's really actually great. True. And I wanted to spend more and more time with them. Um, and, yeah. And, and I like Logan a lot. Like this isn't his best episode. He's a little too smiley in this episode and giggly almost, but like he's adorable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, you know where I think season so far, the Luke Lorelai stuff is really good. Oh, I think that's always solid. Yeah, I, I think really it's, think I, it's I think really it really good. it's a thing that's has sort of replaced the uh, uh, Lorelai Rory. I agree with you. What? Mm-hmm. Right. I agree yeah. with you. I think which is why you're seeing longer scenes between them and cuter scenes and yes. funnier scenes between them. Yeah. For right. me, when I look back on the series, I always mm-hmm. think of it having three leads. You, Lauren, Alexis. But mm-hmm. really, that doesn't happen until this season. This is the real season where you become really a lead of the show. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't know In my that. opinion. In my oh, opinion. Okay. Right. This is where, and I think it's because they're sort of splintered, if mm-hmm. that's a, the word, squired. Mm-hmm. Um, Who are we going <laughs> to find to replace uh, B- B- Rory? Let's get that Luke character in there. That's pretty <laughs> it's good. Just, they've yeah. elevated that those scenes because there aren't Rory Lorelai scenes. So right. it, it makes sense that in yep. my mind, yep. I always thought that existed. But it is true. Like in the early seasons, your part is smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's it, in, terms and I of think, sc- in terms of screen time. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Yeah. And I think right. I find them to be so enjoyable that I think it's why I don't hate season six or so far mm-hmm. because I'm getting so much of that. And I love those scenes. I, and I, I have to say, I love the dog scenes in this where you're taking the dog and running to the vet's house and all of it. I was just like, this is working for me. Paul Anka mm-hmm. is working for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Anka yeah, was I, I mean, I think my that... favorite scene partners in my whole career. <laughs> Didn't say a word and just, I want him to do <laughs> maybe even more than Luke. Mm. Um, Paul Anka is who they brought in to replace Rory. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. So literally needs to take care of something. So and have that companion. Is it going to be Luke or is it going to be the dog? Let's go with the dog. That's so accurate. Oh, that's good. Wait, I can't so wait. To- we can put Luke and the dog together and then they'll forget about it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to hear your favorite lines because may I give mine? Yes, you may. This line, there's a million great but lines. But only this time, this one time. Thank you so much. There's a million great lines in this, but the one that I just went, I literally chuckled, is she's going to go to his place and she's got to get back. And so he's going to pack up her stuff. And she says, like, the last time I got four bras and no pants. 
And Luke says, that could have been intentional. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great (laughs) And it's the way you deliver it too. Because like I said, it's never so obvious. And it's just like, that could have been intentional. And I'm like, oh my God. There's some really funny sort of double entendre stuff in this one too. Like just sort of sexy, funny you know, same thing. No one gets to see the goods but you. There's very, there's a lot of flirting between mm-hmm. the two of you now. Mm-hmm. Really cute flirting. So I don't yeah, know. They're very really comfortable in each other's <laughs> presence. They're very totally. much in love, very comfortable, very busy, both of them. Totally. It's, it's wonderful when they come together. Oh, Suzanne, what's, what's your, what? No, yes. <laughs> Amy in the front row. Amy Before Sugarman. you do it, there's one other hilarious one. She's back. She's coming back. Um, did she leave her spell book? <laughs> did she leave her phone or her spell book oh, oh man oh, what are yours what are yours suzanne what's your favorite line? uh my favorite line was when it, it's it was really like a it was a throwaway scene basically when they were at the inn and they were talking about who is going to come back late for this wedding party that was going to arrive at midnight or whatever mm-hmm. and um michelle says well i would do it but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That one um, mine was after TJ's uh, uh, speech about uh, uh, enlarging the kitchen and, and, you know, knocking down Rory's bedroom walls. Oh, yeah. And Lorelai, uh, um, as you describe her was a little caustic and then she left mm-hmm. and Luke left. And so TJ standing there and he, and he, and he looks at Tom and he goes, is she Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing I expected. <laughs> Come on. I fell, I <laughs> fell out of the chair. <laughs> I don't know that I, you know, Michael day Luis is very impressive. He's great. I he's agree. Really Some people great. don't like him in this. Why? And I, I don't know. He's so like, he's funny. Made some he's, lists. But there's a, there's a, there's a, a level of skill that he brings. I mean, that's what he's doing is he's created a character that is completely different from who he is. I agree. I mean, that is a character actor. That is a, a, a master performance of a character that he created. And I think it's, they the, don't like TJ, not that they don't like him, but for some reason, people don't like, not TJ. like TJ. How could you I not don't know, like but he's on guy. some of the worst Gale, Gilmore characters list. And I'm oh, like, I think he's, I think he's like on, I think of all the guest stars and all the I recurring agree. characters. He's the top dog. I agree. He's the top of the the heap. Okay. And man, I wish he was a series regular because I, I do to too. What a ma- I mean, yeah, it's a gift to be able to incorporate body language. Uh, you know, the vocal part of it, the accent. Here's your here's your condiments. Oh in the God, bag. it was brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. It was. He's absolutely. I mean, I bet you he's a great I think he's fun. actor. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, and I love that scene I had with him at the end, building him up, you know, getting his confidence back. Yeah, totally. it's yeah, so I, I love that. That's I, one of my favorite scenes. You're a craftsman. You're a craftsman. Yeah, you're like Jesus. Yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah. Oh God, I love that scene. I'm giving this episode nine point seven five armpits. <laughs> 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 I'll give it um, 
I'll give it nine point. I'm going to say nine point nine. I really like this episode, but Good I'm going to take a tenth off because Emily didn't know the difference between a blueberry <laughs> and a raspberry. I, that was a big red flag. Um, so I'm going to say nine point nine. I don't think you were here yet, but I agree. That really was like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm um, going to give it ten. David Rosenthal gray oh. hairs. Oh, because Wait. he doesn't deserve them. Because the Suzanne. guy, the guy's really gifted. And I don't know what the heck went on with season seven behind the scenes and the storyboards and all that stuff. But I got to tell you, that guy can write Mm -hmm. his ass off. That episode was spectacular. Agree. It was hysterical. It was funny. It was fast paced without being rushed. Yes. I think I think Michael Zinberg has something to do with that, obviously, because he no really knows where to put the camera. Um, Great editing. Great directing, great mm-hmm. writing. Um, man, I I love this episode. I love this episode. Yeah, I do too. I thought it was seamless and perfect. And he Wait, Suzanne, right I, I cut off Suzanne and didn't let her give her 9.9. Was it blueberries? Oh, no, I'm going to give it 9.9 uh, orange trash bags. Oh, okay, good. Orange tra- oh, from the <laughs> community, community service. Community yeah. service, orange oh. trash bags. All right. All right. What's uh, so that was something, but I, I, one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite episodes. That's awesome. I like, I I think it's great too. I don't have a lot of complaints about season six yet. So David Rosenthal hats off to you. Hard to come in there and capture the tone like that. And he really did it. I mean, wow, 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 wow. Very impressive. Um, anyway, so let's, uh, what's next week? Yeah, what what's the name of uh, what's it what's up next week's episode? Hannah flashed it up, but it was only one. I word. know, always. I missed it. Always, that's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, next always ep- a godmother, never a god. Never a god. Okay, so next episode is uh, season six, episode four. Always a godmother, never a god. Thank you, Suzanne French, for your incredibly insightful commentary. <laughs> Amy Sugarman, thanks for, for your misuse up. of the English thanks language. For, thanks for Squire Squirrels. <laughs> Incorporated. LLC. I'm gonna go squire away my money. <laughs> See if I can get record an album. That's with why Hep you Alien. have so many yachts. <laughs> See if I can record an album with Hebalian. You you know something people don't know. Sebastian uh, Bach is. I uh-huh. give him mad props too, but I don't. He he. Yeah, he kind of stole. He's, I don't know. That, I, I don't know that he stole the episode, but he definitely stole he, those he, scenes. I agree with you. I agree. With I you. mean, what a just a yeah. wonderful. There is no Hebalian for him to spit it. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> and the guitar solos. There was. So oh good. my God. Um, <laughs> See y'all next week. All right. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Uh, best fans on the planet. Keep the cards and letters coming. Emails, DMs, texts. We love it all. Always remember, we and I am all in. Stay safe, everyone. See you next time. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com.
Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Planning to host this summer? Same-day delivery is a party saver. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target, so sign up today. Take care of your guests. Target takes care of the rest. Summer hosting is so much easier when you have unlimited same-day delivery from Target. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 